Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Wa salatu wa salamu ala ashrafil anbiya'i wal mursaleen. Muhammad wa rasulullahi sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam. Tasliman kathiran kathira. Fama badu. My brothers and sisters, when you go to the gym, and may Allah give uh, great success to our brother Jihad here, who is in the process of setting up a full-fledged gym in the masjid, inshallah. And his stated goal is that I should look like him. So, and in this same lifetime, not after reincarnation. So, this is, uh, if that happens. So, when you go to the gym, if you want to build muscle, if you want to build strength, what do you do? Simple one word. Eh? Lift, right? Lift. Yeah, you, you, yeah. Yeah, you train, you lift. So you pump some pump some iron. And what's the first thing that happens when you start doing that? It hurts. It hurts like hell, right? It hurts a, a great deal. Depending on how sincerely you are doing it, you will hurt that badly. Now, if somebody is complaining about that hurt, then what, what do you tell the guy? Tell the guy, but this, is, this means you are doing it right. This means that your muscles are building... If you are not hurting, something is wrong. If you are hurting, then this, nothing is wrong. That is how it's supposed to be. And inshallah, after some time, the pain will go away. Right. The reason I'm saying that is because in one hadith, Nabi Sallallahu said that towards the end of the times, the trials and tribulations and tests will come on the believers like rain. And Ibn al-Jawzi, he said that trials and tribulations really come to raise the darajat of a person. To raise the levels of a person before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it's like, it's like school. I give you the example of gym. Let me give you another one. It's like school. When you go to school, then you have an exam. And the purpose of the exam is to what? For you to pass the exam to go to a next grade, right? Higher grade. So if, when the exam comes, if you complain, well, what's there to complain? You want, you want to go to the higher grade or not? If you want to go to the higher grade, then this is the way. You, you do the exam. If you don't do the exam, you can't, you can't go to the next grade. So, so also in life, when we have tests, when we have difficulties, sometimes, I mean, depending on, the, on what the difficulty is, sometimes it is somebody lets you down, somebody breaks your heart, somebody tells a lie, uh, you want something, you can't get it, what not, whatever the thing might be, you, got, you fall sick or something. Now, the, obviously, there is a choice that you start feeling bad about it, you brood on it, you, you stick with that and it just takes you down and down in a spin. That's one choice. But the smart choice is to recognize it for what it is, which is, it's a test. So, in, and why, did, why does the test come? So that I become stronger. So that, why do I pump iron so I become stronger? Why do I take the test in school so I go to the next grade? So when we recognize that difficulty for what it is, which is that it's a test, then you stop feeling bad about it. You stop, you know, it doesn't bother you that much. It helps you to understand it. And then you say, well, what can I learn from this difficulty? Right. Our, uh, in, the, in the lecture, Sister Hanan, she spoke about the issue of anger. And I remember reading a story somewhere where this, these two friends, they go to a shop. And that shopkeeper is very rude. And uh, this, one, of, one of the friends is buying something from the shopkeeper. And the shopkeeper is extremely rude and, you know, abusive. Uh, but this friend of his, he doesn't, he doesn't say anything to him. He, he completes the transaction and they leave the shop. 
So this friend asked him, he said, how come you, you just kept quiet? You know, when the guy was so rude, he was angry, he was, he was unnecessarily angry, he was rude and so on. You just kept quiet. So his friend tells him, you know, he says, I have a rule in life. And the rule is, I will not allow somebody else to decide how I will behave. Right? He says, I will not allow someone else to decide how I will behave. I will behave the way I want to behave. I am not a puppet in somebody else's hands. So if you say something, I start jumping up and down. If you say something else, I, I calm down. That means that I have no control over myself. You are controlling me. You are the puppet, puppet master and I am the puppet and, and you can make me dance. So no, 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 sorry. That's not how it is. Right? I am an, I am an adult human being. I am intelligent. Uh, I have my own free will and I will choose how I want to behave. And abuse, abusing and behaving badly is not, one, is not my choice. I will not do that. Not because I'm afraid, not because, you know, I don't know enough curse words. No, it's because I choose not to behave in that way. So I think this is an important thing, especially in life. And it's not something that is restricted to youth or to older people or anything. This is throughout life, as long as you are alive. The only thing that changes is the nature of the test. Right? That's all. But everybody is tested. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives tests to everyone. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us and to free us from tests and to give us tests and not, not you know, test us too hard. Uh, we ask Allah to, to relieve us from that. But everybody is tested in different ways. The other interesting thing also to think about is that especially with the darajat with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Many of you are interested in, in studying Islam and so on. May Allah, may Allah give you barakah in that and help you. But do remember, the more you become pious, the more you learn about the deen, the more severe the test will come. Now why is that? Why is that? Very simple. Who, whose house is more likely to get robbed? A homeless guy on the street, I mean somebody living in a little hovel somewhere, or someone who's living in a mansion. 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 Because that's where the money is, right? I mean the the the, the, the thief says, Well, that's where the what's the point in what will I get out of this homeless guy? Nothing. So the mansion meaning the more pious you get, the more knowledgeable you get, and so on and so forth. Now Shaitan is uh, getting anxious. He said, Looks like this guy is going to Jannah. Well, I got to prevent that. So, you will find more and more severe attacks by the shaitan to you when you might feel, well, you know what, I, I mean, I, I, the shaitan cannot touch me because I know all this. No. He, you, are the, you are the prime target. And interestingly, shaitan is very, very smart. He does not tempt everybody in the same way. So, if you are knowledgeable in deen and you are particular about fulfilling the faraid of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you are particular about haram halal, you are particular about your salah, you are also doing extra nawafil, tahajjud, extra reading of Quran and so on and so on, shaitan will not test you or he will not trouble you and he will not tempt you with direct haram. For example, he will not tell you, you know, let's go to MGM or something. No. What he will do is something actually which is even more severe. It would be better to go to MGM. 
than this one. And what is that? Huh? Sister Hanan, Hanan mentioned that in, in her lecture. What is that? Anger. Character. Anybody who has even one grain of what? Arrogance. Kibber. Kibber. Kibber is the ailment of the of the ulama and the umara, of the rulers and the scholars. Rulers mean not necessarily kings, meaning people with authority and people with knowledge. Kibur. I am better than so and so. I am so and so. Some people must respect me. People must show this. Now, I'm not saying you should not respect. Obviously, if the, the whole issue is the two sides to it. Should you for example, the imam of the masjid, should you do the, some khidmat for the imam? Should you make sure, now don't do it here because the imam will get angry if you touch his musalla. But if you, normally, if you, you know, you, you, you uh, make sure the musalla is correct, you make sure there's some water, especially for Jummah, make sure there's some water there because uh, in the khutbah he might, throat might get dry, he might need to have some water, right? Do it, is this khidmat, is it, should be done? No. Should do it. I mean, this is, this is part of our job. But as the imam, as the khatib, if the person feels oh, all this should have been done for me. So these people have no adab, no. Arrogance is a is the is the greased slide into Jahannam. It's not, a, not even a normal slide. You go down very fast in it. So the depend it, the, the, the more wealth we have, and wealth in the in, in is real wealth is what? Is knowledge. Real wealth is knowledge, real wealth is amal, is, is your deeds. So on the one hand, we collect, we do a lot of effort and mujahida and to get some good deeds. And then we go and backbite somebody and we go and, you know, do something stuff. And all of that goes off to that person and you are left with nothing, even though you are the one who did all the hard work to earn that. So be very, very careful. Tests come to increase our darajat, alhamdulillah. So we don't ask for tests, but we also don't complain and moan and groan. We ask for help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to go through the test. And second thing is that as far as our deeds are concerned, be very careful with protecting whatever deeds we have. Far more than even doing good deeds. By all means, do good deeds. But if you do good deeds, and it's like putting something, it's like putting a lot of water into a bucket which is full of holes. Now what's the point? Unless you plug the holes, no matter how much water you put into the bucket, it's all going to go away. So I must make myself less holy. Huh? <laughs> if, if you are full of holes, then there's no point in So all the good deeds you are doing are going away. So don't do that. Make sure that we protect our amal, inshallah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his help. We ask Allah for to make it easy for us. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to open the doors to his, to his pleasure. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to do that which pleases him and to save us from that which does not please him.